Hey everyone, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for our anime jam session with DJ Ranma S and Kuro Usagi. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Anime Jam Sessions episode number nine. I am Hola. your host. Don't do that. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to start that all over again. I'm just going to keep going. As I was saying, I am your host. Hola. Don't do, do it again. that. Do it again. I dare you. I'm Kuro Usagi. Nice to meet you guys again. This is episode nine. You know, I hate you. No, you do love me very much. Depends on how depends on how quickly I can get you back in the cage. No cages for me, not now anyway. Hmm. Anywho, I'm DJ Ron S and welcome to Anime Jam Session. Well, today we're gonna do things a little bit differently. First thing first, we finally recovered from New York Comic Con. And boy was that an event. Yeah, I think that's like my forty fifth convention or something like that, or getting up there. This has to be the first convention that I had to gone, have gone to that doesn't have to do with anime as much. Hmm. Well, I'm not surprised I didn't see a lot of cosplayers there because Comic-Con kind of feeds more to the true geeks and nerds of like the pop culture fandom, which is your comic books, your Star Wars, your Star Trek, the, all of that. You know, It's like up until recently, like, like I said about icon with anime with um, sci-fi conventions and fantasy conventions and comic conventions, the anime track is slowly being, being pulled in. Like I said at um, icon, there was just an implosion of anime cosplay all over the place, mostly Naruto and Bleach. But here, I think Comic Con there was at least no more than fifty cosplayers running around. Yeah, that's true. Um, there wasn't even a lot of Marvel comics. Um, cosplayers. I I've saw seen a few. I mean, but maybe some that were mascots to their booths, but nothing mm-hmm. else. I saw a Colossus and a Wolverine. Oh yeah, what am I talking about? There were a lot of. You know what? It's because there were so many Star Wars cosplayers mm-hmm. that I really couldn't think about anyone else. There were a lot of Star Wars. I actually even caught one Indiana Jones. Only one. I only seen one, so I can't think of all the cosplayers that I've met. I actually, I'm surprised. I usually would take more pictures of them. I know there was a Spider-Man, and I think there was a Superman too. Yeah, there was a couple of Supermans, but um, I don't know if you could really call them cosplayers because half those costumes you look like you can get from like a costume shop, you know? Right. But um, let's save a saved review of Comic Con, and let's get started with one of our tracks. So I think this episode will be all TM Revolution. Oh yas, oh yas. Oh yeah, for obvious reasons. Yeah, we like rate TM Revolution hardcore. But of course. What song are we listening to first? I'm probably gonna put. I'm thinking about putting Heart of Sword up. Probably one of the remixes. Cool. I really, it's been a while since I've actually heard a remix, so go on, go on.
let's get back to talk about New York Comic Con. Now, New York Comic Con, this is the third year here. Um, before New York Comic Con, you had another comic book convention called Big Apple Comic Con or Big Apple Conventions. They're still going around. They are? Uh, yeah, they are. As far as I know, they hold their conventions like every two or three months. And it used to be in different locations in the city, but they finally settled in at the uh, Penn Pavilion across from Penn Station. I will be there in June for that convention. I believe they have one in January, and I have one in June, something like that. So I think they moved it to like every six months. I don't know. I see. Yeah, one thing about that convention is that you can find a lot of rare movies and TV shows and stuff, but expensive as all hell. And the funny thing is, the same thing can be said about Comic-Con. There was a dealer there that was selling, like, rare, hard-to-find TV shows on DVD. Granted, half of them that he had, you could get like get over at Best Buy Circuit City for, like, half the price he was selling them for. He was selling them for tons more? Yeah, I saw... um. Some series that was like thirty dollars, get it at Best Buy for like twenty five. What was really sad? It was so bootleg. Yeah, I don't know if you were. You were I know there was one. Um, I had a friend that I was. I actually caught up with mm-hmm. at the convention, and he told me that they actually stopped um, a bootlegger at the con. But there was another one that I saw the day after. So, I mean, I don't know if it was. The same one that you're talking about, but this guy was selling a lot of TV shows, like TV series that are in the store. Mm-hmm. They were cheap, though. They weren't expensive. They were pretty cheap, but regardless, you can tell that they were straight up bootleg. It didn't. The covers didn't even look right. I don't even know how they managed to have this guy selling all this crap. I mean, Family Guy. It was Family Guy. It was a couple of animes. There were a couple of titles that had just reached out on the shelf, and he was selling it for. Um, cheap price, but still. I believe I know what you're talking about. Was it the dealer up against the back wall? Yeah, like, it was close up the to the wall. Yeah, yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. That's wow. the one. Because I walked by there a couple of times. I'm like, I didn't see half his stuff. It was just like a little, a little um, area that had all the DVDs on one side and then it was up against the wall and I think he had a mini TV that had a movie showing I think so too yeah but and he was he had um, I got his little business card but he was trying to say like oh you can get like two for 20 or something like that they were pretty cheap but you can tell they were straight up copies mm-hmm. and with badly printed badly printed DVD covers and you know, honestly, even if they were cheaper than um than like Best Buy Circuit City, I still would have spent the extra money at Best Buy Circuit City because shoot, I'm a rewards member, you know, I get my points. <laughs> I just don't like crappy stuff. <laughs> I don't blame you. I, I, I really, really don't blame you. So sorry, I told Actually, the only reason I asked for his card so I could report him, mm-hmm. but I ended up not doing it because there really wasn't enough information on this card for me to go by. But well, I'm just surprised that they had him selling all his stuff there. Well, I can tell you this much. You send me that information, I can make sure that he won't be selling that stuff at the next Comic-Con. I know everybody has to make their money, but there's... But, uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Exactly. My point, my sentiments exactly. But um, if you notice, there was a lot of comic book dealers. People came far as Detroit, Michigan to come to Comic-Con. Yeah, not just that. It's not even just from Michigan. It's from the other side of the freaking world. Yeah, I think I saw um, plates from, like, Florida, too. Wow. Um, there were a couple of really cute um, items that they were selling from Japan. But they were so expensive. Well, they were probably just as expensive as any normal convention. If you notice, there weren't a lot of, like, anime good sellers besides my the, booth and Image Anime, you know? And that, and that place that was selling those $5 DVDs? Oh, yeah, I just finished my Kitty Honey movie. That was Kino Kaneo. They were probably clearing out what they had. Oh, I don't yeah, care. It was like five dollars. Yeah, I picked up Ponyo Ponyo Digicarat Volumes Three and Four. I said, you know, normally I don't pick up advanced episodes. I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna find these cheap ever again. So I might as well grab them while I can. <laughs> I know. I love when they have sales like that. Mm-hmm. So, hence why I say people shouldn't complain about DVDs because you can get it cheaper. If you just you know really can. <laughs> so you just gotta know where to look. That's all. And I will be happy to help anybody who has a problem. <laughs> so regardless, um, I would say in general, despite, you know, the problem that I had in the beginning mm-hmm. <laughs> on Friday, mm-hmm. I would say um, through my through being miserable, um, some of the events actually did make up for for the crap. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And let me guess. Number one. TMR concert. I was not even that. I mean, yes, it was that. Mm-hmm. Because, for one, we didn't have to sit all the way in the back. <laughs> we may have been, like, six rows towards the front, but we were the first row after the VIP section. That's good enough for me. You were in the second row, but that's still it, good. I know it doesn't matter, <laughs> but um, if you, I know it. I, I, you know, like, that night that I got home, you know, that night when we got when we got back to my place, I went right online and see if I could find any of the video footage. Nothing. But now you're starting to see stuff. I saw a couple of videos of people online waiting to get TMR's autograph. Yeah. And I, there's a video of Invoke up there, too. I, I didn't hoping... see the Invoke video, though. I really it's didn't. The, the audio quality is kind of eh. It's like someone screwed up on audio encoding when uploading to YouTube, but it came out pretty good. Mm. So much for... No flash photography. Oh, no video recording. <laughs> Look, if my camera wasn't so big, believe you me, I would have been pulling camera shots left and right. <laughs> uh, I think I tried the audio thing, but it just sounded really crappy on my cell phone. I know they they asked, they thought I was recording um footage. But I was like, no, I wanted to, the one of the ballot songs. I just had my phone up, you know, the wave back and forth because it was really good. Oh, I didn't know somebody went up to you. Yeah, they thought I was recording. I was like, no, no, no. I just got my hand up in the air. I said, we can't have a lighter. I might as well use the light on my cell phone. (laughs) That was funny. (laughs) Oh, I don't see how a light can be like a cell phone, though. I mean, there's such a general difference in the glow from from a lighter and a cell phone. And I don't think anybody, you know... Excuse mm-hmm. me, if, if anybody is stupid enough to, you know, have a ladder waving around in in such a 
honestly, it's closed. It's a closed area. It's not like, you know, you go into a Michael Jackson concert where it's like freaking everywhere and people are doing the little lighter thing outside. Mm-hmm. No, we're on the inside. Yeah. So, um, I think, I think my highlight was when, um, that the whole TM Revolution autograph thing. Yeah. Um, that, I'll, definitely a highlight. I'll say one thing. Before we got in line, I was really pissed off. I think this was before I found you in line. Mm-hmm. The fact that they were telling everybody that um, even though ever, a lot of people bought um, merchandise, right. they strictly forbid, forbade us from using um, any of that stuff. They said we had to use the program guide for New York Comic Con. And you know me. I mm-hmm. had just had this special magazine, um, emergency, <laughs> you know, with emergency shipping from Japan to the U.S. And I got it just in time. And it was the tur- official Takanori Nishikawa Turbo Fan Club magazine. I was like, I'm going to have him sign this. Woohoo! <laughs> um, turns out I didn't get it signed. I had, I had um, the Comic-Con um, one signed. But in all terms, I didn't have a ticket. I did not have a ticket. I was so sad because I had missed both chances to get a ticket. So I actually stood next to somebody who had a ticket. And I said, you know what? Actually, I was waiting. I was waiting around before everyone, um, even though the line was long, I was just waiting around. Mm-hmm. I had no intentions of getting in line. But being that, you know, I was there with him. And I was like, you know, I could probably just group up with these people and maybe just at least, you know, get a look at him and then be on my way. Yeah. When I got in line, he wanted to pass me off his ticket. And I was like, no, 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 it's okay. Because I really suck at trying to, to right. sneak around. I'm terrible at that. <laughs> so I just basically, I was honest. I said, look, I don't have a ticket. I'm just with him. And uh, he, and the, the staff are like, okay. Well, it's the truth. I was just with him. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. turns out when I get in line, I'm staring at TM Revolution in the face. He gets his stuff signed. And I'm like, uh, uh, um. Should I get it signed? Should I not get it signed? He's looking at me. Oh, my God. Okay, here. <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up getting it signed. And I, even though it was heartbreaking because I really wanted to get that um, that magazine signed, I got something. And he was so nice to me. Asked me how I was doing. Checked out. He held my hands. Shook it. And I'm just staring at his nails. Oh, my gosh. His nails are, like, perfect. And I don't get my nails done. How sad is that? Um... Long story short, I was very lucky. <laughs> well, so. well, you do what you gotta do, but um, I have to say one of my highlights was 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 the autograph because um, it surprised the hell out of me when he looked at me and went Luigi. I was like, whoa. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I oh. Didn't what? Notice that. Yeah, he he looked. He started smiling on his Luigi. I was like, "Oh my! Oh wow! Oh wow!" And come um, on, everybody knows Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, but still, you know, everybody knows Super Mario Brothers, but it's still, I wasn't expecting that, you know. Yeah. So um, yeah. So me and fanboy's brother, you know, Ninju, as we'll call him, you know. Right. Yeah, he got on the line, and he was trying to pass up on me to get autograph. I was like, dude, come on. You can't just show up with like six, seven things, you know. He had the, the program guide, stickers, a Gundam what? model. I was like. Oh, you mean Ninja Boy. <laughs> yeah, Ninja. Yeah, yeah. I was starting to get a little pissed, you know. I was like, dude, relax. And then when they made the announcement, he got more aggravated. 
Oh, you mean with the the poster thing? Yeah, and you know, you you want to know why they didn't his poster didn't get signed? Yeah, because it's an anime. It's not officially his item. This is it's a totally different thing. No, they said it was a bootleg. The poster was a bootleg. Yeah. How could it supposed to be a bootleg? Have you been to Chinatown? Oh my dear goodness! It doesn't wouldn't surprise me. I mean, a lot of posters down in Chinatown pretty much are bootleg per se, but it's so cheap to manufacture. But that's besides the point. So you wow. know, wow! I, I, got... <laughs> I didn't even know. No, to be honest, I'm sorry yeah. for interrupting, yeah. but I didn't even know they could go that far to say you know posters. I can understand CDs. I can understand DVDs, like digital media, mm-hmm. but. I guess you could say it's the same as a book, but this is a very rare occasion hearing about posters, so it's yeah. kind of like, what? Yeah, but um, I remember at Big Apple Anime Fest 03, I believe, when Yoko Kano was there, somebody showed up with a bootleg CD for her to sign. Ah, uh, wow, that is so flattering. Really. Oh, like, I hope that person got slapped and thrown out, but you know. So I'm there on the line with my program book and um and my friend Lisa holding your crap. Yeah, and my friend Lisa <laughs> I was holding her CD, you know, uh, like the case, you know, the inside CD cover. I figure, you know, I st- stick it in there, be, you know, open it up, show him that he get it signed. So, you know. So, you know, I guess when he sh- he caught me off guard as Luigi, and I'm just grinning and smiling like a Cheshire cat. He signed the um the CD cover, uh, the CD label as well, and I thought that was really awesome of him. I wish he signed my fan book. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I, to, I think what I'll do is just get that page printed with this picture on it, so I'd feel a lot better about it. There you go. It's just the material of the uh, magazine. I don't know which would be best. Which I was going to ask you if I could print it out. If I could just cut it and print out the picture in um in your, on yeah, your that's computer. True. But I totally forgot when I left. Well, just email it to me. I'll get a better, co- better copy printed out at work. So, But I have to mail you. I have to give you like the autographed picture. Autographed um, book. It's the Comic Con book. That's what I mean. Oh that! Oh okay. Yeah, yeah, that shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, I could do that. I could do it here at home. I thought you meant like an actual pic- better quality picture or something like that. Nope. Nah, nah. But um, you know, I remember like the first year Comic Con. It was just so jam packed because everything was downstairs. Now, everything was upstairs. It wasn't as packed, but it was more spread out. And we were like towards the back. You know, a lot of people weren't trickling down towards the back, but you know. Mm. Yeah, I mean overall, I had a fun time at Comic Con. I didn't go last year because I thought I was moving and I didn't move. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm not. I'm not gonna bother. I don't know if I want to go next year. Well, I plan on going next year. It's like you know, if a convention is in your area, by default you have to go. You know, <laughs> by default. Yeah, I mean, if you live in New York City and there's a convention, an anime or combo convention in New York City that's big like that. Hop on the train and go. What if I have no money? How am I going to go? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. That just reminded me. What? <laughs> um, We'll probably have to get this on the news, but for some reason, it just popped in my head. What? Speaking of traveling, um, I don't know if you're going to go to the movies. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's no, yeah, 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 yeah. 
I assume we're saving that for later then. No. Okay. I mean, yes. I mean, All right. I don't know. Let's move on. Speaking of movies, I went and saw the um preview for um Harold and Kumar Escape Guantanamo Bay, and I loved it. Did they show the whole movie? No, they show clips. Okay. And, um, and they had uh, Cal Penn and Neil Patrick Harris was there. NPH. But, um, I wanted to see him, but I didn't get a chance because, you know what, to be honest, I spent the whole the whole weekend, I did not step one foot downstairs. I forgot downstairs even existed. You know, I... but, would you believe that, that was a one, that's, I think that's one of the problems with New York Anime Fest, New York Comic Con. You're stuck in one area and you're not really going to leave to go somewhere else, you know? Because all the best stuff was upstairs, except for some of the events. Yeah, they, really... I, think they need, I think they needed more signage floating around, you know, where the theater was, where this and right, that. Right, because yeah. I don't remember them having, I mean, uh, the IGN theater, yeah, I found that. But yeah. everything else, like the the rooms, I really had no idea where they were. And mm-hmm. I was told about panels, and I wanted to go, but because I was moving around so much and worrying about the crazy fangirls for the TM yeah. Revolution concert, I really didn't know I I remember the first year when the when the dealer's room closed, they were still letting people in. At, for the first year, it was like your ticket was for you to get into the dealer's room after seven o'clock. It was open to the public. You know, you just go right on in and go to any of the panels. And around seven, when the when the dealer's room closed, everybody just, it just dropped from like a hundred percent to like two. Wow. Yeah, but um, so I saw it. And I'm definitely gonna go see the movie this weekend with um Mako Chan and Fanboy. We're gonna go see that. I got on the line to um get on the line to um you know get to ask him a question. So I call fanboy and I'm like, bring me a hidden leaf shirt. Cause I'm thinking, you know, I present it to him and he holds it up, take a picture, you know. That's epic epic points right there. But um after I got the shirt and went up, fanboy was trying to tell me to, you know, get him to sign the shirt instead, but you know, and I'm thinking, you know, the fact that he has a picture of holding up one one of the shirts, I think that was just as cool. At least, you know, something like that, I would actually print out and put that on the booth and just hang a sign up, you know? So I got a picture of him holding up the back of the shirt because he's not allowed to show, you know, um, drug, drug paraphernalia on something like that. Um, hold on for one second. I'm hearing the, the magical call of a 7-Eleven run. Uh, bing, what? bing, bing. Yeah, I'm doing the podcast, but what's up? Give me five minutes. Okay. All right. What? Right now? What? Yeah, I'm. He said 7 Eleven. I love Slurpees. How dare you? How dare you do this in the middle of a podcast? What the? What the freak? You know what the fun part is? I'm leaving this all in. <laughs> no! <coughs> this is what I get for, like, screaming all that stuff at um, Comic Con. Oh, my God. You'll I'm- really. We'll live. Tell you what, you know, we'll take a quick break. We're throwing a TMR song, and when we come back, we'll talk more about the con. Okay. Da, 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 da. Okay. All right. We'll be back. Uh-huh. We'll be back.
Now that we got that quick music break out, where did we last leave off at? I don't know. You don't know? No. Uh, um, I'm lost. I'm a lost bunny. I think we were talking about the size of the dealer's room or something like that. Oh, yeah. That that was it was huge. Mm-hmm. Looks to me, well, it was. Well, it's not as big as the Otacon dealer's room. That's like, what? It's getting there, though. It's getting there. I can't remember how big the um, Otacon is for some reason. Eh, it'll come. Right, it'll come right back to you when you when you go back this year. Mm. Mm. What are you eating? Mm. Do you mind? I'm sorry. I, I told you I was making a break to Seven Eleven, so I got Do you have for. enough to share with the rest of the audience? No, because they didn't kick in. Why? What? What did I do? Too much. Hey, watch it now. Not enough. Hmm. Yeah. But, um... But, um... I, yeah, we're all listening to you. <sighs> As I was saying, you know... The con overall was pretty good. It was big, and it was huge. So, it's something... You know, I'm just hoping next year that there's, be- there's, a, there's a bit of a better blend and mix, you know, of all the other um, genres that we have out there. And what the hell is this that you just linked me to? What did I do? I mean, what the hell did you just link me to? <laughs> did you see it? I No, I just saw it. I didn't click on it yet, though. Click on it. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. It, it better not be a Rickroll. Oh, it is. It hmm. totally is. God damn it, you and your Rickrolls. Wait, is that... Oh, shit, this is a picture of the concert from... From, um... From Comic-Con. Yeah! Like, that it's is... so much of a Rickroll. Yeah. I'm gonna hurt you, Kudo. No. Hmm. But yeah, that is a that's kind of that is one official press image, and I don't know where he took that picture, because <laughs> I didn't it's see any doing it. Um, I mean, is that him? Because I'm trying to look at his outfit now, and I don't recognize that what he's wearing, whatever he's wearing. I remember the first concert. The first concert he did, he wore he wore a kimono. Not in the beginning. I mean, the first con. I said the first concert. Oh. I went- yeah. Wow. Okay. But, um, they were also discussing, like, how spread out everything was. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather, in a way, I don't want it more tighter, but at the same time, I just want a little bit more room and space. I mean, I'm a type of person where I want everything all on one level, unless it's Otacon, because Otacon has its own set of rules. Right. But overall, you know, I would definitely um go back next year. We shall see. <laughs> we shall see. We shall see. I cannot seem to find any really good freaking pictures yet. Not they'll, yet. They'll take time to surface. Um like good. I said, you might you might want you may want to check like the J Rock blogs or the J Rock wet fan sites and stuff like that. If I could only see the the date, oh, the date here is um the date that's shown this mm-hmm. article that mm-hmm. my eyes can see is April twenty first. Yeah, I see that. So, that had to be somebody on on stage. That's all. That was pretty freaking quick. 
Yeah, I, I should go down to Astor Place and pick up one of the Japanese uh, free newspapers and see if there's something in there about it. Understood. Damn, that's the Stop that. Stop what? Oh, as far as the concert is um, concerned, uh, I mm-hmm. did hear that Anime News Network is going to air streaming. I don't know how much of that is true, but they're going to stream the whole concert on their site. When? That is what I do not know. And for some reason, I cannot remember where I found this information, but it was from another website that um, had it. So well, maybe, I, mm-hmm. maybe later on this week. I don't know. I do know somebody that's on, that works for the site. I could ask him and find out. Maybe he'd be really nice and like and tell me so I could check it out. What about the rest of us? I'll reveal it. I'll reveal it. Come on, now. I know uh, the majority of us of us fan, listeners to the podcast are are a bit TMR fans, so you know I wouldn't hold that. True. Besides, even if I did, you'd eventually find out. You know. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know, we're just, like, babbling about TM Revolution, but that hasn't been the highlight of this whole... Pretty much. For me. At least for me. As for everybody else, I don't... Actually, I want to know how many people that listen to us have gone to the con. I actually knew people that came just for TMR. Um, My friend JJ, she came... She just came on Saturday just for the con. That's just, exactly I mean, what just, I came for, there for. Just, <laughs> no, she came just for TMR. Just for TMR. I'm sorry. I, that's what my initial. That was my initial reason for going was just to go see the concert. But after I found out a couple of things, like um, I found out that Seth Green was going to be there. Oh, um, fanboy met him. I met him too. I heard he was I, just, a prick. I don't know that, but he was kind of. I did have an idea for a skit, but he just informed me that, like, to re- for legal reasons. That um, I couldn't let him know, yeah, which is understandable. Yeah, because if you said the idea and he took it and ran with it, you know, it I wouldn't have sure. cared. Mm-hmm. I, I would have known it was me. I'm like, yeah. So I guess some people aren't that way, but yeah, me. some people would sue. I know I would. I'm like, that's my idea. Oh, uh, I wouldn't care. I guess to be honest, because I wouldn't want to. I don't really care if I would get paid or not. I just want to see it. <laughs> So, in terms of that, that's not really a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much you could get paid for a 15-minute episode, even though I know the show is that is pretty popular. I don't know why. I just don't see any sense of, of asking for money for it. Even though it's possible, yes, you can get money, but I guess that wasn't my first priority. It was mm-hmm. just like, cool, I have an idea. Please take it and use it. I would feel honored that you use it, use the idea, but um, I guess I never thought about money that whole time I was thinking about it but I do understand for legal reasons that he gonna say it so I wasn't mad <laughs> true true but um see John Stewart was there too which I missed and I spent like an hour looking for the guy and I couldn't find him well, he was there in like incognito so you know I can't blame him you know for being hidden like that and some people were like where's Stephen Colbert oh yeah I mean, what's up with that? I have no idea. Well, I said maybe uh, Stephen Colbert sent um, John Stewart on a, on a survey uh, mission or something like that. 
I think he just went with his daughter. He had his whole family there, from my understanding. Oh, I just wanted to get a look at him. Mm. I wasn't going to bother him. I was just going to say, oh my gosh, I met John Stewart. And then run away. That was my whole idea. Yeah. And um, I actually met, um, Gav- I think his name was Gavin Ross, the creator of Reboot. Um, Ninju was pegging me on to get a picture with him. I was like, no, 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 I, I, I can't do that. I, I can't do that. I would have gotten a picture. I wanted to see him, but like I said, to be honest, I was so disoriented that whole con. I really could not find like any time to to find other people. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't. I I don't know what was wrong with me. I guess. I had my mind on one thing and I just couldn't get my my thoughts straight of what I wanted to do. I mean, I saw Sean Chamel. I was happy about that. Oh, Sean Chamel? Okay, that's nice. Yeah. I think he spoke more than I did. <laughs> um, I What I did ask him was why... I don't know if if um, anyone has seen that show that one premiered on, Con- on Cartoon Network. The one with the, the, the puppets? The, the did, you, did you ever see that? No, it was I don't some, think so. It was this one, this one show that came on um, Toonami, but it was like a puppet. It was like an action show, but it was puppets instead of animation. It was like live action with puppets. And it was so interesting to me. But <laughs> I think it, was, and it wasn't even aired on that long. I think it was on for like two or three weeks. It didn't even last a month. That show was immediately canceled. I think the ratings on it just wasn't that bad. And I think it could have been a DVD, and I would have bought it. But, you know, they try, and if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Uh. But he was an overall, overall a really nice person, and I took a picture with him, even though I hate how it looks. My camera was being total butt. Uh, it's not so bad, so. And we shall share pictures. Lots and lots of pictures. Yeah, that reminds me... I- as soon as we're, as soon as this episode goes up onto the feed, will uh, pictures will definitely be up because I got people emailing me. Will the pictures be up? Will the pictures be up? I meant to have them up already and just email them, you know, like a sneak peek and let them trickle it down before I actually went ahead and started posting all the pictures. Right. So yeah, this shouldn't take me too long. Plus, I'll even post my um my two thousand six Comic Con pictures as well, where um. I was actually in charge of the masquerade there, which was pretty cool. Didn't it didn't run it like the way I, way it was going? I wanted to, but I was just following orders. That's not a problem. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. So, will you be? So, if you had the ch- the choice, would you come back to Comic Con next year? Depends on who the guests are. Mm. <laughs> I do know this much. I mean, there weren't a lot of cosplayers, so. I mean, if you want to go to Comic Con, oh. if you're not really up for cosplaying, then don't sweat it. Pull out your best geek shirt and wear it. I, I was you guys up all pretty. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> I wear a costume. I had jeans and a t-shirt. And there you go. um, actually, there was a one person that I met throughout the con, and I feel bad for bugging him. Who? Um, his name is Ryosuke. Um. I think it was Ryosuke Hanamoto. Mm-hmm. He was um, he was a comic book artist making his way out here in the U.S. Yeah, his works are very nice. He actually did um, 
an artwork for um, Neo Genesis Evangelion for a Nintendo DS game. Yeah. And I had approached him, and I think the part that killed me was he spoke English, but very little English. Did so, you did you get any of his artwork or like a card or something? Yes, I have a card, and I do have two of his books. And the thing that had actually brought me up to him, it was I look at his words, and he had um a little um a black girl in there, not just anyone, just a little kid. It was like a bunch mm-hmm. of girls, mm-hmm. and she just kind of pointed my eye because I no, I don't really see. Um, female characters, dark skin female characters, not tan, but dark skin um, natural eth- ethnic groups in that subgenre. It's coming a little bit more, but it mm-hmm. wasn't as often back then. And True. I picked it up and I said, wow, I was like, this looks really cool. And he and I talked for a little bit. It was only $5 for his comic. So I ended up buying two of them, his comic and his artwork, because he didn't just draw the girl. He drew her family. And, oh, I wish I had known about that. I probably would have came over and checked it out. But um, what's this? What's this guy's website? Oh, um, well, I would have to actually look for his card because oh, here it is. Cool. Um, the website is called RyuskeWorks dot com. Um, it's all in Japanese. Yeah, but well, you can run it through Google Translator so you can see what's going on. Right, and his artwork is very is very well done. So um. Um, I would like to, you know, point out that, hey, you guys should go see it. Um, anyway, I did ask him to draw. I told him I'd like to him to draw a picture of me. Um, mm-hmm. It was actually $20 for um, half sketch, but, you know, I didn't mind because I really wanted it because I like the way he drew people. So I said, draw a picture of me. What would I look like anime style? Yeah. So he told me to come back in 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. So he did, a, he did a sketch. I came back 45, 50 minutes. And the work that he did was really awesome. Yeah. It was anime-ish, but it looked like me. It did. And and I was practically amazed. And I pretty much bugged him the whole weekend afterwards. <laughs> he has so, a fangirl. Yes, I was fangirling him like crazy. And I was hoping he didn't think I was some... some um I was anywhere like creepy stalker material. Because... That's what I was starting to feel like. I was like, oh my gosh, I hope he doesn't think I'm like this scary, scary American girl. But he was really cool. Um, I gave him my TM Revolution button. I had two mm-hmm. of them. I was like, look, I was like, I just want to thank you for like drawing this picture for me. And you were really cool and you were really, really nice, but I don't have anything to give you. So I'm giving you this. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, thank you very much. And he, he kind of does his little bow. And I was like... I was like, oh my gosh, he's so cute. <laughs> so, um, I was going to try and share with him some of my videos because I did kind of show my karaoke pieces and stuff. So, um, I will try to communicate with him a little bit. But his works are really awesome. And he's just beginning, but I think it will work out for him. Okay, definitely. I definitely got to check the site out because I want to see this artwork myself. No problemo. Sweetness. But um, as it for me, yeah, I would definitely be back on next year for this convention. Not just because it's in New York City, but I overall had a good time. Now, as I say, the whole cosplay aspect, you know, 
it was mostly I don't know if you could say EGL is a cosplay. I don't think it is. It, te- it kind of sort of is, but it's like its own little genre. There was a lot of EGL um, Lolita cosplay walking around. I don't want to say cosplay, but you know, there was a lot of girls in EGL walking around. And that was really good. But then again, a lot of conventions, you know, there's a big cluster of, of EGL, but this comic had a lot more of them. If you know, the way a lot of comic books are done nowadays with storylines and characters is a, it's a big growing did they have a little booth with that stuff too yeah they did i got one of their um paint i got one of their pamphlets but i haven't checked the site out yet i got it one of their so cards. many things i got one of their cards one of the girls took a picture of remembered me from new york anime fest or something like that which i thought was everybody really cool. remembers you i know it's still surprising what's really sad is that they remember me but i don't remember them but you go around so well, you know what? That makes sense. Shame on you. I know. I'm sorry. Bad Ranma. Bad Ranma. It is bad. Mm-hmm. Woo. So, uh, more and more and more New York Comic Con has been stuck in my head. <laughs> so, I'm still buzzed. I'll admit it. I'm a little bit buzzed because it feels like a dream. Dream come true, huh? No, like a dream that I can never go back to. It's like it happens. You wake up, bam, there it is. Back <laughs> at work. Hi, how may I help you today? You know, that kind of thing. So, other than that, I mean, I hope you guys had an awesome weekend because we did. And if your weekend sucks, then I can definitely sympathize with you. Yeah. And one thing about the concert, you know, as I said before, the first year, uh, the first uh, TMR concert, it was great, but this one blew that out the water. You know? Did I say you stuck up front? <laughs> not too, but still, the excitement, the power. I'm like, you know what, West Coast? You guys got TMR after we got him first, and he came back to see us first? He don't like y'all, West Coast. He don't like y'all. He likes us New Yorkers better. <laughs> I had to he get loves my little... New York. In fact, he visited, yeah. visited more often than than what I had originally. I guess most people have didn't know that, you know. <laughs> well, they know now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so now, um, actually, I really do like that bookstore. Yeah, Kino Kania. Yeah, because I I had my first rice ball there. And, oh yeah. Well, the bad thing was like. I mm-hmm. had their their tea, and they actually give you a separate. I think what is what is that they have in the cup that sweetener? For some reason, the first thing that popped in my mind was high fructose corn syrup because I was thinking that commercial on TV with the juicy juice. That's mm-hmm. what I was thinking of when I saw it. But I put it in the tea, and I drank it. But I drank that first before I had the onigiri, mm-hmm. and because of its sweetness, it made me immediately nauseous because I just kind of, kind of did the same thing I would if I had brain freeze from drinking the milkshake the milkshake too fast. Same thing. So I couldn't eat the onigiri. I had to save it for later. And I ate mm. the rest. But it was good. I liked it. And I hate fish. But that was actually pretty good. So there I know there were other things that I wanted to try but I couldn't really try it due to my to my very limited budget. But I did need to eat. <laughs> <laughs> so it was some good stuff. It was yeah. some good stuff. So anybody who actually does live around there, um, 
definitely take a look. Go to the cafe, um, get some books. I can't believe they have so many um, Japanese books, like the cos cosplay books and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, like I said, it's Kinokuni. It's a Japanese bookstore, so... And one of the books that um one of one of the, um one of um your friends picked up, they actually started making an English version of that. So, um, oh yeah, we'll cover that later. But um, so me want to tell her. <laughs> oh, I will, I will. But one thing that had me kind of confused: what the hell was Konami doing at Comic Con? You know, I mean, they were promoting a lot of the games. Was they had to set up for Metal Gear Online? You know, it just I don't. It's a game, yeah, but it, you know. I don't, I don't know. Something like trying to put that together is really confusing my head. Just let it go. Let it go. I did. And do you feel any better? No. And then I am very sorry. But you're still going to have to do it regardless. Oh. Damn you. It's okay. It's okay. Mm. Fine, fine, fine. Shall we play some music now? I would think you would. All I right. like the music. I feel for ice cream now. <laughs> like, totally big time for ice cream.
Now we got that little, that little mini music break out of the way. Let's take care of some of these so-called articles that we have here. And we did touch up early on a couple of things from our talk about New York Comic Con TM Revolution, and we ended up cross-referencing to some articles that we were going to discuss. Um, let's talk about this one here: American anime fan disappears in Japan. Mm. Sad, 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 sad. Yeah, sad in a pathetic way, if you ask me. Why? 21-year-old Skylin Budnick, a student at Central Connecticut State University, a member of the university's anime club, has disappeared after traveling to Japan on a one-way ticket that she bought without informing her family. She left the United States on April 1st and was last seen on April 7th at an inn in Noboribets, a city in Japan's northern island of Hokkaido. But Nick's family traveled to Hokkaido to search for her and have been working with the U.S. Embassy, the U.S. Consulate in Sapporo, and local police. Um... However, her sister, Megan Butnick, returned home Friday without finding any additional information about the woman after her April 7th stay at the end. The sister's mother, Susan Butnick, remains in Japan to continue the search. Now... 
According to the Record Journal newspaper of Meridian, Connecticut, Budnick left her home in a nearby town of Southington with only her laptop and about $800 in cash. Several days after she disappeared, her family logged into her email account and found her travel itinerary and a suicide note that she composed but did not send. Budnick's friends and relatives mentioned that she had been an anime fan since middle school and she was generally quiet and did not have many friends. She had recently failed several classes and reportedly only remained in school to be allowed to participate in the activities of the anime club. The United States Consulate in Sapporo has asked that people with more information on Butnik's whereabouts to call 011-641-1115. From overseas, dial 811-641-1115. In all seriousness, um, depression is a very serious um. Admittingly, she is 21 years old, so Mm -hmm. she is, she can do what she wants, but considering the circumstances as a family, yes, it would be reason, it would be crazy not to be worried about her. I mean, regardless if she's 21, she's still, she's still a kid. Mm -hmm. She still has a life ahead of her. And there, this is typically different from some of the other articles because there really isn't a motive that a scene there's no bullying towards her I don't know in reference what kind of suicide note that she wrote but she wasn't it's from from the way it is she she wasn't um bullied there hasn't been any reference of her being made fun of there's something was definitely wrong with her if the anime club was her only release you know, and her, she was failing classes. I'm just partially wondering if there was any communication with her and her family prior to her leaving. If there was um, something that they noticed or, you know, how um, kids go to college and you don't see, you know, family for a while. And then you go back after holidays. I wonder if there was anything noticeable, even maybe that a guidance counselor or somebody would um you know say something but you know that's it's it's different from high school so it's really hard for me to be judgmental on her because it's the the article is still very vague don't know much about her life all you know is that she left she and according to the other um what they didn't mention in the article that i meant that um i had given to you she um she actually wanted to die in Japan. She mm. stated that she always wanted to die in Japan. She, mm. But there also, it said, Megan Budnick and her sister showed symptoms of clinical depression prior to leaving on the trip. There is a history of depression in the family, including one case that ended when an aunt committed suicide. So basically, they really have to find her and save her from herself. All right. She refused to see a doctor, and she was afraid to get help. So basically, um, so they did. Actually, this article that I'm, I'm reading right now, it actually has a bit more info. Basically, she did go She did go to, um, she did actually speak to a counselor at the university she was attending. And um, Skye had told her family she needed to resolve her issues alone. So I guess she really didn't want any help. Mm. So it is a little bit sad. 
Yeah. But, um... And she missed two opportunities to go to Japan to, to study abroad, but... Um... There would not be another opportunity to 2010 after she was scheduled to graduate. So she wanted to live in Japan, so... I would I would rather hope she didn't go to Japan to die, but she should have she could have tried to start over, but she definitely went out there unprepared. Prepared but unprepared. Okay. Okay. Now that I've finished that 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 food product, let me say <laughs> this. Now as a child when you're growing up, when you get in trouble, you get yelled at or whatever, you kinda shirk into your own little world. As you grow, as you get older and realize that other people really don't understand you, you tend to shirk in your own world. Whether it's video games, tabletop gaming, anime, or whatever. You have that little safe zone where you can go till everything calms down. The problem is that some people don't know when to say when or realize that their fantasy world is not the real world. This girl... Obviously, she kept she had one hell of a job to hide this from everyone, but even if she didn't hide it that well, and other people noticed this, they didn't do shit about it. Honestly, I know I said I come off as a real prick for what I'm about to say, but I personally have no sympathy for her. I mean, if she's going to run away to Japan and thinking that. When she goes there, everything will be like what she sees in anime and J-dramas or whatever's going to be there. And the harsh reality is of the fact that it's not. Who ever said she... that? I'm just saying. I no, am just saying. I don't know that. True, but this is how some people... When you're in that situation, sometimes you'll think that, you know? When you when you make that panic run to go do what you want to do, you... Th- Shit like that pops in your head. She did go to school for it, you know. It's not mm-hmm. like I don't think she's completely stupid. Good. She Good. she has been going to school to reference Japanese culture, mm-hmm. so it's not like she went there completely clueless. True. But I'm just saying, I don't think she went there to like commit suicide or whatever. Maybe she did go there to start a new life, but the fact of the matter is she just up and ran, you know. This I You know what? I, mean, I can't I can't be mad about that because mm-hmm. sometimes Maybe sometimes that's what you need to get somewhere. You know how many times I've moved around the area? Maybe not, like, freaking halfway across the country, but I you know have gone many... up and left to better you... myself, and I guess I ended up back in the same spot. But You know how many <laughs> times I've, I've packed my shit and moved within the past seven years? Ugh. Yeah, so, on, and 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 a note, I can sympathize. It's just, it did say that she was obsessed with anime. She had... See, stop. It's... Stop. Stop. What? Stop. Obsessed. According to the article, but you know, you know how I feel about the media. (laughs) True, true. I'm just saying. I don't really know. (laughs) Yeah, if she really was a a Japanese major and all that, and she was also obsessed, she's blurring. She's still blurring the lines of reality and fantasy. Right, but she's been studying Japanese culture for three years. But still, you. I mean. I mean, I've been studying tech, computer technology for the longest, but I can obsess over it and just blend it. You know. What about classmates, dude? I don't trust. This, she's saying it from her classmates, but you know anybody can say crap about her. <laughs> yeah, but what? Like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, honestly, I do see 
hopefully she's not i really hope for the best i don't think she particularly thinks that anime is is you know basically her, her reality mm-hmm. reality i've been an anime fan since middle school myself so i've been a fan since high school so i've been an extent i think it must have been eighth grade mm-hmm. to middle to um to high school but being as I also want to study Japanese culture. I want to be actually. I want to actually learn the language. I know for. I know from at least for a while how hard it is. I haven't been able to take steps because of my um situation back a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. But, um, a, I do understand this. Either a, she's been totally because she didn't make any effort to know people. So one, she's not trying very much. But two, she hasn't history of depression so it's not just she's a lazy about it's also because you know depression is a disease whether people believe it or not it really is i know i know it really is some type of thing Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. she didn't need help and unfortunately she wasn't one that was willing to open up to other people so she will get the consequences of her actions Mm -hmm. but it's really sad because her family is the one that has to suffer so much. So, yes, in a way, it was selfish for her. But considering that she's sick, she is sick. And that's Michael Lewis. She's sick. And she does need help, whether she believes it or not. Because because of it's just because of her actions. It's not any way of being frustrating. And, you know, you can up, up and leave. But from mm-hmm. how everything's going, uh-uh. Not like that. She uh. She needs... She needs guidance. You're right. And um, I went to the forum thread about this on ANN, and I went back a couple of pages. It's like a total butt fest. A giant fuck you to Psycho 101, okay? Seriously. You know what? Fuck you, all right? Because I don't like what the fuck he said. I think he believes ANN is being racially biased because it was a white girl that got lost or her or whatever. Does it really matter? It's fucking shades of gray. It seriously does not matter. What's more important is the fact that an American anime fan disappears in Japan and we should band together to help and do what we can. Despite what I said, you know, yeah, I have my own opinion and I'm somewhat entitled to it. I may say I don't that. know if you told I don't know if you saw my response. I told I him. saw I saw your response. <laughs> and, and points to you on that because I would have ripped him a new one and gotten banned right away uh we don't want you banned but to be honest true I mean from what I'm saying do you see many black people flying to Japan to commit suicide or Mm -hmm. anyway they could do it it's dumb but yeah you could do it in the comfort of your own home or somewhere else she just had a serious problem it has nothing to do with race and for people who blame it on that thing they're not realizing how how bad it looks on themselves. It's probably no different from that from that African American anime group we discussed a couple episodes back. God forbid they catch one of this and they have a field day about it. God. Oh God, no! I don't want to hear that. Uh-huh. Not at all. So, bypassing that, basically, the whole point is condolences to her family, and we do hope that she does come back alive. Mm-hmm. And that's the bottom line. So. Well- but what was nice that um, someone in the thread said um, if Sky is actually reading this to contact her, you know, you know, 
who contacted buy your train ticket from where you are, you know, to stay at this person's place for a while, you know. You know, I think funny. that's really cool. I don't even know if she she reads anime news network. It's a possibility. Mm-hmm. But you never know. Hopefully she does, and you know, at the same time, because of her condition, we don't want her. To, I mean, right. I mean, the whole gay crap about how she looks. That's really ridiculous and not even needed. Yeah. But on the, on the plus side, you know, she wouldn't have to really worry about knowing Japanese. Because I know this from friends of mine that have gone to Japan to visit and do business, whatever. If they see a foreigner, the majority of them, they want to practice their English with you. So, learn, so you know, the language is Hokkaido, Hokkaido hmm? really isn't, um, you know, anime-ish, right? It's no. not like in Tokyo. So you she ever, wasn't really in a big area. She was well, just... Hokkaido is like this. You ever gone down south for the summer? Like North I Carolina? I live in the south. North Carolina, yeah. Virginia. Florida yeah. doesn't count. Uh-huh. North Carolina, Virginia, you know, the countryside. That's pretty much what Hokkaido is. But, you know, I think we spent more than enough time on this. Yeah. Let's so move. no more sadness. Here's one that I can take I can take points on. Adult Anime League campaigns against illegal content. The Animation Co-op Defense League reported on its member company's efforts against illegal distribution of adult anime. According to the press release, the league has taken down 10,730 infringers, including 5,006 movie file sharing links, 2,123 picture file sharing links, and 3,609 blog posts. Two labels, Critical Mass Video and Adult Source Media, has announced their collaborative work on this issue last summer. Well, believe it or not, hentai sells more than normal anime. You ever been to the Media Blasters booth? No. I missed that too. Sorry. If you go to the Media Blasters booth, you'll see that their, de- their normal American, the regular anime DVDs are dirt cheap. Because Fanboy used to work for um, Media Blasters, and you told me that, you know, Media Blasters make so much more money off the hentai that they can afford to sell the stuff dirt cheap. And, you know, I do go on adult sites looking for stuff. I mean, what person doesn't? And I see torrents for for hentai. I I don't even download them. I mean, I'm interested, but it's like, eh. You know, I, I just don't see the point in downloading it. But the thing is, this covers a discussion me and Fanboy had earlier. I do have licensed anime downloaded on my hard drive as fan subs only because I want to see the series and I know I'm not going to see it anytime soon so I want to have my hands on it in case I can't find it I'll have something to watch but if I get the the actual DVDs I will delete it simple as that right so understandable I know I'm not being I'm not being sarcastic by the way I could tell I know (laughs) it's uh Ah, gosh. Um, I did want to actually mention a couple of other articles that I haven't sent you, which I apologize because I was actually looking for the source of stuff, but I couldn't find it earlier. Um, um, DreamWorks to make mm-hmm. a 3D live action Ghost in the Shell movie. Ooh. And maybe directed by Steven Spielberg. That's going to be cool. So um, um, to just get a little bit more info on the article, the American film company... DreamWorks has revealed that it has licensed the rights to adapt Masamune Shiro's Ghost in the Shell cyber police manga into a 3D live-action film. Um, 
of course, everybody knows the story of Ghost in the Shell. If not, um, it's the, the series has already been adapted to three movies and two TV series. Um, and um, Ghost in the Shell Innocence has just re- been released. There was a second movie. Um, DreamWorks, I, I wasn't sure, but DreamWorks hasn't been involved with Millennium Actress and Transformers. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Variety had reported that Universal... I'm sorry, Universal and Sony also negotiated for the rights, um, which the pro- production IG anime studio was pitching for the manga's publisher, Kodansha. What turned the, the demo-making in DreamWorks' favor was co-founder Steven Spielberg's enthusiasm for the project. And to be honest, he said that it was one of his favorite series, So, and he's very happy that um, DreamWorks has been able to you know, get a hold of it. So... Um, Avi Arad, who was formerly of Marvel Studios as well as the Spider-Man and X-Men movie franchises, his son and Seaside Entertainment Stephen Paul brought the project to DreamWorks and will produce. Um, Jamie Moss has been assigned to script the project, and he's well known for Street Kings and Last Men Home, which I've never heard of or watched. So, mm. so I did see the first Ghost of Show movie. I saw so many episodes of TV series. I saw the second movie. Yeah, I could. This, I think they'll do this movie really justice. I think so, too. But, you know, then you have the hardcore fans that are like, Why are Hollywood taking my anime adaptations mm. and putting them into movies? Stop it! That's all I've been hearing for the moment. Mm. Don't you need to shut the fuck up? It's going to happen. People need to realize that um, if you, people wouldn't think about it so negatively, yes, they're making a Hollywood ap- adaptation. Maybe it's going to suck. Maybe it's going to be really good, but the whole my whole point is that it is exposing the anime to more fans, possibly new fans. And I know new fans can sometimes get on your nerves, but new fans keep the fandom alive. So too bad, so sad. You know, what, like I said, what's really sad is people will hate on the on the movie versions, but they'll still go see it. Yeah, it's like Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. I'm going to still go see it, even though it's not coming back out on my birthday anymore. Speaking <laughs> of, you know, speaking of, I'm not too keen on the new Speed Racer logo. What do you mean? The new design of the logo for the movie, I'm just not too keen on I it. like it. I don't know, it's just because I'm an old schooler. I like it. Go Speed Racer, go Speed Racer, go Speed Racer, go. You should hear the song, the remix. I think it's in Japanese. You have to, do you have it? Um, no. Uh, if you go on the official website um, for the movie, you can hear mm-hmm. the song in the background. It's actually really good. And Check it I out. want that song. Um, Peter Fernandez, which speaking of which, I have met him. And he's actually also in the movie. He is, He's the race commentator, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. But he was known as the original um, Speed Racer, original voice for Speed Racer. And I think that's really great because um, meeting him was amazing. And he's pretty much a living legend right now. So um, it was nice. He was really nice. I mean, I'm not a, I am not haven't seen the whole series, to be honest with you. But it was, it just for some reason, just gave me a feeling of nostalgia regardless. It was just like, wow, I'm meeting a living legend. For this series, I've only seen a few episodes, but I still think it's cool. 
Let's see what else do we have here. Um, speaking of movies, Uma Thurman, new anime sequence written for Kill Bill. I have to say, it's about damn time because I already knew about this. Kill Bill lead actress Uma Thurman told MTV Movies blog that director Quentin Tarantino had already written the new anime sequence that will serve as the intermission between the two volumes in the film and a planned re-release. However, she also emphasized that the anime sequence has nothing to do with her or the bride character. Tarantino said at Comic-Con International 06 that he wanted to make an anime origin about the titular Bill character and his mentors, as well as another anime prequel about the bride. However, he has not elaborated on his plans since. Katsuhito Ishii and Sho Tajima designed the characters for that production IG animated for the Oren of Oren sequence that appeared in the first Kill Bill volume. Now, I met Quentin Tarantino last year and I asked him about this. He said it was coming Lucky. at the end of the year. But it's, end of the year's already come and gone. But I knew that there was planning of, um, of an extended sequence. So, you know, I simply cannot wait for that. I will, de- I will definitely see this in the, um, in the, th- in the theaters. I don't know. <laughs> have you seen Kill Bill? Yes, I have. I actually own both movies, and That's I know why. he was also. Um, I met the character designer for um, the sequence because he was also involved in Samurai Champloo. Nice. So, I will see it. I was just thinking about it for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's the next article that we have? Oh, me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, another non-related one that I um should have sent you. What um, is it? Japanese animated Batman video new trailer has been posted on their official website. Mm-hmm. Um, you can actually I think I can't remember if I I sent this to you guys. Um, if I told you this, but you can I check think it on we Yahoo. Covered this? Did we really? Yeah, I think we covered this some already. Stop it! Forget. That's fine, but it's but it's based off the original Batman the animated series and the yeah, original. Yeah, I'm just saying that the trailer that's, that's has been awesome. posted. But that's awesome, regardless. So people need to check it out. All right, now we're gonna skip this Viz Media. You know, you know. Why not? No, no, no. I'm I skipping will it. Poke you. Skipping no, it. stop. Skip. Stop it. Skip. No, no. Yeah. That's a long article, but I was trying to pretty much give you the gist of it. I was going to announce it anyway. How could you be so mean to me? I went to announce that for like the longest time, and now you're going to tell me no. Because it's bleach. Look, you can just go kick rocks. Anyway, look. I kicked a rock. Look, at it's coming right for your head. Anyways, don't listen to him. Basically, he's trying to hide the fact that um, Bleach, the memories of nobody, will be on the big screen for U.S. debut. For two nights. Um, this will take place in June. It's going to be placed in over more than 300 theaters across the country on June 11th and the 12th. So everyone date your calendars because um, you can purchase it in advance. Available from May 2nd to May 8th. Um, advanced ticket purchases are only available at that time for subscribers of the Shonen Jump email newsletter. And you will be continuing to get updates in regards to that, um, also, which I do apologize because I thought I I sent you, I sent you this, but mm-hmm. it's not only Bleach. What I really wanted to mention is that Death Note has the official dates to come out. Um, according to that, it comes out May twentieth and twenty first. You can actually purchase your tickets. Some people are able to purchase their tickets in advance. 
um, you would have to go to phantomevents.com and go on the Death Note page to find out which cinema near you is hosting the movie series. Um, the movie. As far as I know, mm-hmm. there are two places I can go. I have one in Long Island, and there's one in, in um, in New York City. What uh, AMC Empire? Um, or so that would probably be there. Or um, what's the the Union Square Regal Fourteen? There's another one in Times Square. Probably one of those two places. I know I went to one of them for the Cowboy Bebop movie. Um, the closest theater, I mean, the theater in New York City, um, that would be, um, Union Square, and then yeah. you have Chelsea Cinema. Oh, I know, I think I know where that one is. Yeah, I know where that one is. Yeah. But, like, if I, if I go, if I go, it'd be, like, 20 miles. By the time I get there, mm-hmm. I'd probably miss half the crap, so I would have to actually <laughs> be, I would actually have to watch it <laughs> up where I am, and the closest place I can go is Port Washington, which is about a 20-minute drive. 11 mm. miles from where I am right now. So it's like, crap. I can't purchase my tickets yet. So maybe if I'm lucky, I'll meet a couple of other anime fans. But for the most part, if I want to get there, if I want to see it without having to worry about, you know, because I would have to leave work. And I might either have to take a cab or forget what buses I have to take. Alrighty then. So everybody, check out deathnotemovie.com. And check out fandomevents.com. Both sites will actually help you out. And you guys better be going to the movies because I'm going to. So, you know, it's nationwide. It's not limited. So, go. Um, Speaking of films, here's one I definitely like. Kiss singer Simmons cameos in Detroit Metal City film. Gene Simmons, the co-founder and lead vocalist of the Kiss Rock Band, revealed on his website that he shot a cameo for Toshio Lee's live-action film adaptation of Kiminori Wakasugi's Detroit Metal City manga. According to the website's April 10th entry, Simmons played the demon of God in rock and roll. Not coincidentally, his real-life onstage persona is nicknamed The Demon. His band's signature white and black face corpse paint and Detroit Rock City song inspired the look and name of the fictional Detroit Metal City band and Wakasugi's rock parody manga. I might have to check that out. Simmons flew to Japan the morning after his band's March 22nd show in New Zealand for his shoot. The film opened in Japan in August, and the camera crew for the Gene Simmons Family Jewels reality television series shot the -the behind-the-scenes footage that will air in the future. In the movie, Kenichi Matsuyama, who did Death Note, Nana, Sexy Voice, and Robo, stars as Soichi, a struggling pop singer who finally becomes a hit when he reluctantly leads a metal rock band under the stage name Johannes Krauser 2. Party on, is all I gotta say. I want to see that movie. I saw the trailer for it, and it was so funny. Matsuyama, it was so cute in that movie. <laughs> so I definitely want to see it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, we got that out the way. You want to cover the whole Cosmo thing? Oh, yes. Yes, yes. Um, Cosmo Mag's English edition post online preview. So, this is great. Um... Overdrive, the company that is exporting Japanese cosplaying magazine Cosmo in English, has posted a preview of the digital version of the magazine. Unlike other magazines that have gone aboard by translating almost the Japanese text into English, Overdrive's online Cosmo version will retain all of the Japanese text. It'll have a piece of English translation appear when the cursor hovers over a piece of Japanese text. The online preview demonstrates this subtitle magazine format with sample pages. It also shows the how-to tips 
photo galleries, event reports, and other features that a typical issue contains. Basically, um, oh, also a free preview issue will be released on April 25th, and the first official issue will be released, be released on May 25th. So, I didn't even know they actually released this magazine in English the first time. Hmm. I see it coming around. It's like a good magazine. It has like all these tutorials and and like what else besides tutorials it has? Well, besides cosplayers, you know. I just didn't know they had it in English. That's my thing. I mean, when did this happen? (laughs) I have no idea. Because I really, I've seen it, but I don't remember it being, you know. Ah, Oh, well. Mm -hmm. Well, now we got that cut out the way. Um, How about for some Dragon Ball? Ooh, more Dragon Ball. I see. Now, before you jump into, um... I'm not jumping into anything! Talking about Dragon Ball, there's an interesting article that I found on another website about about Dragon Ball. Really? Yep. What's that? Goku will die in second Dragon Ball movie. Stop spoiling the crap for people, okay? And it was already on the official site. God damn it! <laughs> Stop spoiling it! We don't want to tell them that. Thanks a lot. I saw it, but I just didn't open my mouth. You have to be such a punk sometimes, I swear. And watch your mouth. Or your butt. Whichever one you did. Um, anyway. Which I really, 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 really hate for you guys to say. Go on, go on. <laughs> um. Go on. Let's see. If there's any kind of updates I can find towards the Dragon Ball movie. Um, you can check the Dragon Ball movie blog for new set photos. Okay. Um, there's some screenshots, but it's not really much. It looks like they have, I think, Emily's playing Bama. She has her hair into the bang, but she only has like a streak of blue hair. So I don't know if they'll digitally make it blue or if it's just going to remain blue. But she does have the bangs, I guess, cause trying to look like from um, Bama in the first movie. Mm. Um... There is a Marsters video talking about how he is going to um, be... He's actually talking about his role as Piccolo. Yeah. So, and according to the um, the poster, he said he's very passionate about about his role. So, I do not expect any disappointment from him playing Piccolo. So, um, and if everybody hasn't known, there is a new Dragon Ball special coming this fall. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's the eighth project that celebrates the 40, 40th anniversary of um, Super Jump Anime Tour, and it's gonna have, um, I believe, it's specials for Dragon Ball and One Piece. Well, and let's just I'll, hope. Let's just hope Tori, Let's just hope Toriyama's involved in this. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, many people have the same sentiments as you right now. Mm. What and was that? that is the. I mean, the other news is um, considering um, Chow Young Fat role as um, Master Roshi. He is getting a lot of dialect coaching for his role. That's good. And he is pretty much doing very well. He's being very dedicated, which I'm not surprised, but hopefully, you know, I don't, I don't think I'll be disappointed in the movie. I think it's not going to be an official Dragon Ball. I mean, believe it, I mean, look at, look at, look at Goku. He's like freaking, he's like, Steroid City. <laughs> be realistic, people. I mean, it has to be somewhat decent, even though he's not, like, 
freaking super bulky and shit, you know? <laughs> so, uh, but, you know, I I do look forward to this movie, no matter how crappy it's gonna, it's gonna seem like. Shut up. Steven Chow is directing this movie. Not directing, producing. He's, he's working with this movie. It's going to be good. It, Steven Chow can do no wrong. But, um... Hold on a second. Let me get this up. Da, 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 da. Done. Okay. Now that we got that covered, um, let me close that window out. And let's discuss... I have a couple of quick topics, and then we'll, um, we'll wrap it up. Um, on the anime con scene... Dreamland Japan announces pianist Gencho as guest as Zuichi. Zuichi, the inaugural event from Dreamland Japan, is a one-day event of indulgence for the fandom fan. Dreamland Japan is proud to announce pianist Gencho as their first guest of honor. Gencho was born and raised in the San Francisco Bay Area and moved to Portland, Oregon in 2005, where she divides her time between the classical and rock music realms. She is currently studying the piano at Portland State University in between tours of the Otaka World with Chinatown dance rock band, The Slants. I've heard of them. As a fan of the Final Fantasy games, Cho's appearance as Zuichi will afford her the rare opportunity to perform some well-loved piano pieces from the series. In honor of Miss Cho's visit, Dreamland Japan offers a welcome gift to the next 10 pre-registered full-day attendees. This gift includes a copy of the Slant's album, Slanted Eyes, Slanted Hearts, as well as a collection of Slant's memorabilia. Zuichi is an event dedicated to bringing love of Japanese culture and related fandom to a more diverse, mature, and professional audience. Japanese fashion animation get the front stage, and Josh Whedon Productions will prevail in our state-of-the-art theaters. Eat gourmet award-winning cuisine from four-star restaurant Vintopia while sipping sake and enjoying interesting informational panels run by fans and experts from the Japanese fandom industry. Spend real face time with musical, artistic, and thespian guests in an intimate setting as they present in-depth conversations of their own area of interest. Enjoy the costumes worn by our staff or get brave and wear your own. Dreamland Japan is proud to bring you Zuichi is the event of the year of the event. Blah! For the avid fashionata, Josh Whedon fan and discriminating otaku, mildly interested in gourmand alike. Food, viewing, tasting, guests, and excellent service are included in the price of your ticket. Well, everything except the Josh Whedon part I'm all down for. <laughs> I see. Really? No. I, mean, I think that's really cool because um, we have our first step, which is um, Providence Anime Conference and Anime Con for 21 Up, which right. these guys are doing, but it's they're really stepping it out, you know? It's like you're going to a nice, real fancy, schmancy restaurant, and you get, like, all the best trimmings, the best food. That's pretty much what this is. I'd probably pay extra extra cash to get for, for something like that. I don't know. I still don't know yet. But it's not like I'm going cross-country to go do it, you know? I'll wait till exactly. They come. If it was closer, maybe it was something I'd consider, but... Well, they should come to the come to New York and do one here. Which will most likely not happen. Mm. Not for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now, I'm going to cover this story instead, because I think this is a little bit more of importance. Sure. Anime Expo announces shuttle service to the L.A. Convention Center. Attendees... Yeah. Shit, think. (laughs) (laughs) 
The tennis registered guests within the official AX2008 hotel room blocks will be able to access the 24-hour complimentary shuttle service, which will provide transportation from all official con hotels to this year's AX08, held from July 3rd to the 6th at the LA Convention Center in Los Angeles, California. More information can be found on the website at www.anime-expo.org. Shuttle services provide between the LA Convention Center and the following hotels Kawada Hotel, Los Angeles, Hilton Checkers Hotel, LA Athletic Club, LA Marriott, Millennium Bitmore, Omni Hotel, Los Angeles, Sheraton, Western Bonaventure, and Wilshire Grand. Shuttle information signs, including scheduled hours of operation, will be posted in the lobby of each shuttle hotel. Hotel attendees will be able to enjoy this convenience with free shuttle services arriving at their hotels every 7 to 12 minutes during peak hours of operation. Only official AX2008 hotel attendees will have access to this free AX2008 service. All shuttle bus riders will be required to present their badges for identification as hotel guests. All AX hotel attendees badges will have markers identifying them as hotel guests. Please note, frequency of service is pending local traffic, road conditions that can change without notice. Also, no shuttle service provided to the Holiday Inn City Center and the Figueroa Hotel, both are within walking distance of the L.A. Convention Center. Attendees that have pre-registered can also update the information and add-on orders for main event tickets via the AX Online registration area at www.anime-expo.org. Attendees, press, and industry members also encouraged to view the video coverage site of the 2007 convention at www.axbackstage.org. This year's red and black sponsors are Funimation and Imagination Television. Gold sponsor is Digital Manga Publishing. Silver sponsor is Gaia Online. Patron sponsors are Central Park Media and Copic Mon- Markers. Copic? Copic? Whatever. Potato. Potato, tomato, tomato. I'm surprised that CPM has the money to be a sponsor because they are. Mm. Now, I said moving to LA Convention, it was a bad idea. I already said that. But now they're running shuttle service. At least no cosplayers will get shot or hurt. True, true, true. That's all I got to say about that. I understand. Yeah, so let's wrap up. We'll play a few more TMR songs and then we'll just sleep. Going. We'll... Sleep? Maybe. Sleep. Fine. Yeah, ha ha ha.
Well, Kuro Usagi, did we cover everything we were supposed to cover? At least until next week, I would believe. That's good, that's good, because I, I want to keep the housekeeping to a minimum. You don't do any housekeeping much at all. That's the point. Well, you better do better this time. Hey. I'll have to follow you up and, you know. You're gonna watch it. I am watching, that's why I'm bitching about it. Uh, right, 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 right. Yeah, 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 that's what I thought. <laughs> but, you um... Guys, thank you so much for listening to our show and how much I'm ranting about not getting sleep and TM Revolution and so much stuff that's mostly gotten out of my system. So you guys have provided a great release for me. Only mostly? Only mostly. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... We haven't had we haven't heard any letters or emails or anything from people lately, so you know we're just gonna keep continuing and running our mouth and foaming and shit until somebody actually says something about it. You can send us an email at animejamsession at gmail.com. Um, check out the website djronmas.net slash animejams, but and throw another slash on the end for some odd reason it'll redirect you to my old site which I gotta get fixed soon. Um We'll be getting forums soon enough, so just hang tight on that. You can check I have my out. own site, too. Oh, yeah, what's your site? It's not up yet, but I'm getting there. And it'll uh. also have the Anime Gem session included. So if you guys get bored of Frogmas, you can always stick with me. Hey, watch it, you. I am watching. That makes it <sighs> so fun. But, um... You can check us out on podcast.net, podcast.com, Podcast Alley, Yahoo Podcast. iTunes is not up yet because iTunes is being a real bitch about the feed, so I'm still working on it. Um, you can check but it out will be done. Yeah, one way or another. You can check out my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash S. I haven't posted anything in a while, but I do have some videos I need to get up there. Yeah, and definitely we'll have the pictures ready for you guys. Yeah by, the, yeah, by the time you guys uh, download this podcast, pictures will be up. Hoorah, hoorah. So until next week. Until next week, sayonara. This is Kuro Usagi. And DJ Ron Mess. Jamatene. Ciao. Anime Jam Session is a joint production of DJ Ranma S, Kuro Usagi, and me, Sailor Flair. No fanboys or fangirls were harmed in this episode. Check us out at djranmas.net and disingenuousradio.com.